Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to day 12 of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. We really got to get over that fear of being seen. We have to get over the fear of trying. And what helps me is remembering that the only people who typically feel comfortable criticizing others for trying are either envious of your fearlessness, or they're washed up from their time in the spotlight, and they have nothing against you but everything against themselves for not being you in that moment. Excuse my language, but fuck anyone who critiques you if you didn't ask. Every professional in the history of professions has failed. And then they began again, and then they failed again, and then they began again. It is between our failures where we define and find our own versions of success. Give yourself a chance to fail freely, and eventually you're going to redefine the term itself. Because you can't call something a failure if it was practice. It won't be a failure until you quit. So until you give up, everything else is just practice. Also, there is so much underestimated and underutilized power in a beginner's mind. Truly, being able to start anything with fresh eyes and hopeful excitement can remind us of why we began in the first place. If we can get back into a frame of mind where approaching things without second-guessing ourselves the entire time because we're learning, we will naturally get better after the first go-round. Plus, you'll get that bigger dopamine hit from trying and not being in your head worrying about what it looked like to do so. 
And I find a big thing that puts me in my head is my fear of being seen and criticized. And I feel like that's naturally a pretty common fear. But I also realize as I get older that you're going to get criticized if you do anything publicly. But truth be told, you'll be criticized if you don't do anything publicly too. So in my opinion, it feels better to be critiqued when you earned it. That way, you can weed out any of those critics who you really don't care about impressing. So you can focus your efforts into the coaches and the teammates that you want along the way to help you improve your game, whatever your game may be. Who knows, maybe they'll become a lifelong fan, like we talked about in episode two? Maybe two. Point is, shit talkers are gonna talk shit. That's what they do. Whether we do things, whether we don't do things, whether we grow and show up, or whether we stay the same, it doesn't really matter as long as we're doing what fulfills us at any given moment. When we make an effort to show up as 100% of ourselves, even if some days that feels like 10%, and we actually let that be enough, it nullifies all of those voices that were spreading bullshit in the first place, and it makes it so we don't miss out on valuable life-changing opportunities that could make us feel more alive or more free or more joyful just because we're afraid of looking stupid in front of someone who was going to say that regardless. As many famous philanthropist poets and philosophers have once said, haters gonna hate, and it's kind of our job to let them. And I'll leave you with this Brene Brown quote. She says, my new mantra is, if you're not in the arena getting your ass kicked on occasion, then I'm not interested in your feedback. You don't get to sit in the cheap seats and criticize my appearance or my work with mean-spiritedness if you're not also in the arena. And if you don't already know, Brene Brown has done some really incredible work with the science and the psychology behind our vulnerability and overall well-being. And she has so many wonderful interviews that you should absolutely watch if you haven't, but Her book, Daring Greatly, she credits to a Theodore Roosevelt quote that answers the question, what about the critics? And the response was, it's not the critic who counts. It's not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. So to me, it comes back to recentering yourself and your narrative and your story. And if during the production there are too many critics on set, maybe it's time we create some boundaries, like time limits, or at the very least, invest in a little security team. One thing about me is I love stretching a metaphor to its brink. And if you don't like it and you want to critique me, I actually do give a shit because you're in the arena with me. But full disclosure, that's only because I have spent years practicing how to take critiques without feeling personally attacked. And fuller disclosure, there are some days I can't handle those critiques. This is why if you send me an email, it may be three business days before I respond. But that's a practice I think we should all do. And that's an episode for a different day. Either way, I love you so much. Don't let the fear of criticism hold you back from shit. Because in reality, unless someone is trying to give you a method to do something better, or someone is giving you an actual note because you were literally harming someone and you didn't realize it, there's really no reason we should care that someone didn't resonate with our art. If that's the fear, that's okay. That's what art is. If you like it, nothing else matters. And truth be told, if you like it even a little and it didn't harm anybody to make it, I fucking love it. 
truly, if you need a supportive friend, I'm your girl. I'll hype you up till the end of time, my friend. So go get started. Don't be so afraid to put yourself out there. If I have learned anything from being an artist in art communities and actually having some success with it, most of us are stuck with an internal critic that we can't turn off, even if we want to. So that's why it's so powerful to practice turning off the people who don't actually matter. By learning how to center the story you want to tell rather than the critic's stories, you might actually be able to silence your internal one eventually too. Either way, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.